Raw Pack Radio, my Sir Blackston, episode 9.5, all right? It's not episode 10, because episode 10 is going to be a little bit later today with myself and At The Mask Hope. We're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown and some other things, I'm sure, but this is this is just a little pocket episode, right? This is just me and you, old school, like we used to do. Remember that? Remember that me and you? Here's the deal. I wanted an opportunity just to kind of go in depth about the way that I feel about the, the the Cody Rhodes winning the Rumble and going on to WrestleMania. Now, full disclosure, I had an entirely different podcast recorded prior to Raw because I saw something incredible on Raw and I feel like it would be almost irresponsible for me to not include my thoughts on that in this little explanation. But here's the deal. Um, From its very inception, the whole tribal chief storyline, from the moment that Roman unveiled this new character, really explained in depth what he meant when he said that he is the tribal chief, I thought immediately there are only a few people who would make sense to take his championship away from him, especially after his feud with Jay. And that was Jay Uso or Jimmy Uso, any member of the Shield. I know at the time Dean Ambrose wasn't there and he's still not there. Um, but Seth Rollins would have made sense. Uh, Brock Lesnar, unfortunately, yeah, he, he, you know, but he would have made sense. I would have understood it. And The Rock. Those were the five people that I could think of, including Dean Ambrose, who isn't there. Since that time, that number has expanded. Now you've got, you know, a few other people that would make sense. Uh, neither of them are directions that I would go in, like, anytime soon. But you you, you got to add in Sammy. I mean, at least he, he has inculcated himself into the story. And he's gotten people emotionally invested. And Solo. Um, while I do think that Solo should definitely be a champion in the future, now ain't the time. And that doesn't mean that that number can't expand even more. Just like Sammy was kind of woven in, other people can be woven in. Which brings me to last night. I think that last night's segment between Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman was not even gold. It was diamond, okay? It was a platinum segment. That was great. It was great. And I think it's an excellent jumping off point to tell the WrestleMania story of Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. I think it's an excellent starting point. My issue with having Cody beat Roman for the championships, and and just to be clear, I don't think that Cody should beat Roman for the championships. I have no problem with Cody facing Roman for the championships. Cody should not win the championships at WrestleMania. Uh, And neither should Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn should not either. Um... I think there's definitely a story being told with Sammy. I don't think that the story being told with Sammy is that he goes on to defeat Roman Reigns and become WWE champion. But watching Cody Rhodes beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania would be like investing the entire 10 years into the Infinity Saga. So I've watched the entire Infinity Saga and I've seen the Guardians of the Galaxy fight over the Power Stone and we've seen Thor, you know, and he's had his stories with the Aether and we've seen the whole Tesseract and all of that stuff with with Loki and we've seen how, how sought after and how coveted these things are by all of these people all around the universe and then, you know, Thanos goes and he collects all five. We're watching this thing, right? And the Avengers are fighting against Thanos and the, the Battle of Wakanda and all of that stuff. We see all of this stuff. 
of Thanos snaps. They go through the five years later deal, all right? And then they have the whole time heist and the Avengers facing themselves and all this other stuff. Tony's meeting his father. We go through all of this stuff, right? And then at the end of Avengers Endgame, for some reason, Thanos is fighting the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And you're like, what the? F this isn't the story that I've invested 10 years into. I mean, I'm sure, it'll be great. It'd be awesome to see Thanos versus Raphael, my personal favorite. But it's not it's not the story we've been telling. It's almost like you're just kind of pushing these guys in here for, you know, just to be able to tell a story and just to be able to justify beating Thanos. But it doesn't it doesn't gel. It's not consistent with the story we've been telling. And that's my biggest issue with Cody facing and defeating Roman Reigns is that it doesn't make sense according to the story. Now, what they did last night was created a new story, which is great. And I think that if you have this new story, play it out beyond WrestleMania, I could almost see Cody beating Roman. He wouldn't fit as much as, you know, some of the other folks, but it I could see it. All right. You could sell me on it in the month and a half, two months between now and WrestleMania. And of course, before WrestleMania, you've still got to go through Sammy and Roman. I'm just hoping that I can get invested enough to the point where I would want to see Cody beat Roman because I've seen what Roman can do in terms of this long term storytelling. I've not seen it from Cody yet. And the other thing that I, I haven't seen from Cody is any level of adversity in ring. So there's never been this. Cody needs an uphill battle. OK, he needs to he needs to lose. Um, and I'm not saying that he should lose between now and WrestleMania, but I, I don't think that he should win at WrestleMania. Um, he needs some level of adversity. Of course, we've seen the adversities with Cody, but most of his adversities have been outside of the ring, having to leave WWE to achieve the level of stardom that he believes that he deserves. And he does having to overcome tearing his peck and that incredible visual of him with the purple, like an, an entire purple side of his upper body. Because his peck was completely off of the bone. Like, that's the adversity that we've seen from Cody. But most, again, that's all outside of the ring adversity. When we talk about the casual wrestling fan, the one who isn't in all the news and all that other stuff, they may not necessarily know the story of Cody Rhodes and AEW. Believe it or not, there's a, there's a good portion of the WWE fans who don't know that, you know, that Cody's been on this journey. So for them, it kind of comes out of nowhere. So, yeah, we made the Thanos Avengers analogy earlier, but there's a neat. All right. So, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, if you watch South Park, there's an episode called The Tie. And in that episode, uh, Kyle, Stan, and company, uh, they're all on like a hockey team. I believe it's hockey. I don't know. Some, some kind of sports team. I'm pretty sure it's hockey. And one of their teammates gets cancer. All right. So, this kid now has cancer. And you know, they're, they're going back and forth between the hockey games. And when they win a game, the cancer goes away a little bit. And when they lose a game, the cancer becomes more aggressive. And when there's a tie, it's like the cancer has a tie. So they go through like the entire season and they the season has ups and downs and ebbs and flows. And this kid, his cancer, his ebbs and flows and his ups and downs are literally based on the hockey teams winning and losing. 
So you're like, oh shit, this is this is really, you know, of course South Park would do some shit like this. And then they make it all the way to the playoffs and all the way to the finals. They're in the championship game and you're invested in this kid and you're invested in this story because you want them to win so that this kid doesn't have cancer anymore. And then this other group of people come in and they just destroy Kyle and Stan and all of these guys' teams, right? And then at the end, you see that there was an entirely different story being told that you weren't even privy to. You had no idea what's happening. People are reuniting with their fathers and, you know, they're hoisting the trophy up and you can see that clearly there was a, a story here. You just don't know what it was. You can tell, you can infer by the, the end scene, but it's not the story you've invested in. I mean, yeah, it's a story. It's great. I'm sure. But it's not the story that you have put your time into. It's not the story that you want a conclusion, a satisfying conclusion that makes sense for. So I'm, I'm just saying that that's that's my premise. All right. I don't think obviously I don't think that Sammy is the person that should take a championship from Roman. I don't want you to get that out of this. I don't think that. Cody is the person to take the championship for Roman yet because to the casual fan, uh, why, why, why are we that invested in Cody? And, you know, without without, you know, having a reason to be attached to Cody in terms of adversities and seeing, you know, how he fights through adversity and all of that stuff beyond his out of the ring stuff. Like, why would I care? And where would they go? Where are you going after that? Okay, you'll have him feud with Seth Rollins, the person that he's fought repeatedly. Okay, so you'll have him move on to Finn Balor. All right, cool. But where's the long term? Where's this? Where's what's going to replace my my bloodline storyline? You know what I mean? Like, where's where's the bloodline equivalent for Cody? I'm not saying that it can't be done. I'm saying you got to put those pieces in place, or it's going to become very apparent very quickly that this was a tremendous mistake. Now, fortunately, I have a solution. All right, the WWE already has a solution in house baked into this storyline. Because they have a Tony Stark. They have someone to snap their fingers and rid the world of Thanos. The fact of the matter is that the Tony Stark of this story has been there since, ironically, day one. There's one man that makes sense to take the championships from Roman. Only one man. I I know it's not going to happen. I know that trigger's not going to get pulled. Only one man. Only one man needs to put that damn infinity gauntlet on and snap his fingers. One man and one man only. And that is Jay Uso. And it makes more sense now than ever. And no, it won't. It shouldn't be at WrestleMania. It shouldn't be at, you know, limited, none of that stuff. That's the story. That's the end game is Jay Uso. He's the only one that makes sense to me. To me. Now, listen, all right? I'm not saying that we're all going to be in agreement, that we're all going to be in lockstep. I'm just telling you how I feel and what I think the trajectory of the story deserves. That's just me. That's just me. But what do you think? I'm curious as to your thoughts on all of this. Are we going through the entire Infinity Saga and seeing Leonardo put on that Infinity Gauntlet? He's got three fingers and he's going to he's going to snap and Thanos is going to disappear. Is that what we're seeing here or does it make sense? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong. I've been wrong in the past. I'll be wrong again. I may be wrong about this. With that being said, by all means, please check us out. Follow us on TikTok, Raw Impact Radio, at Raw Impact Radio. You know, if you feel so inclined, go on and click the link in the bio. And uh, I'm out. We've got a full episode coming up a little bit later on with At The Masked Hope. We're going to talk about all things WWE and possibly some other stuff. But until such time, I'm out. Peace. Peace.